at 10 o'clock and joining me in the studio now on the Haraway's Oat Singles Breakfast Show is Jack Venning. G'day. How are you? Yeah, I'm, I'm very well. How are you? Oh, I'm peachy keen, Jellybean. You are a poet and an author from Melbourne? Uh, yes, that's right. Uh, sort of uh, uh, poetry and uh, short fiction and comedy, sort of a whole, whole shebang. Cool. And you're here for the Young Writers Festival, I am which here starts for the, this weekend. Yep, New Zealand Young Writers Festival. This evening, in fact. Yep, we're, I think we're, we're kicking that. There's a little kickoff tonight, and then um, everything everything's taking place over the next sort of uh, two or three days. Yeah, I'm, I'm very excited to be here. I mean, this is my first time in New Zealand. All right. Yeah. I, I, I Welcome sort of ex- aboard. I expected, um, uh, expected an Eden to be like a farm, you know, a farm with a, a convenience store. Uh, yeah, we actually, um, we just put this all up. Yeah, uh, worked it all weekend. up. You guys yeah, have done just, a great job. It's, thanks. it's really exciting. Thanks. Um, when, um, when I was flying in, it was uh, you sort of the airport here. You're flying in, there is a farm there, and I was like, "This is perfect. <laughs> this is exactly, this is exactly what I wanted." But no, it's a uh, it's a beautiful town. I'm really, um, I'm, I, I'm so happy to be here. I had a similar thing when I flew down here for university. Yeah, it's like I, I'm pretty sure there is a city here. Yeah, somewhere. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, so you are taking part in several events over the course of the weekend, uh, but the most prominent one is myths. And legends. Yeah, two exclamation marks, just to just to get the whole thing across. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's going to be a, uh, a series of readings, I think, fictional and uh, and non, um, with uh, a host of writers who I'm actually yet to meet or even uh, uh, sort of sort of really get their details. But um, I think that's it's it, very exciting going in blind to this. Uh, uh, David this Large, I have met. He's a, okay. a really nice person and a very Great. talented author. And I can't tell you anything about any of the others. Okay, Great. well we got there. <laughs> I think that this is the the perfect way to do it. Uh, I when I was uh, pitching this idea, I wanted to keep it as sort of high, uh, open concept as possible, while also um, giving it some uh, some capacity just to be sort of dumb and ridiculous as well. Thus, the two uh, the two exclamation marks in there. Uh, I the title. I really enjoy saying myths and legends. Yeah, uh, I think so. every other every other pitch that I made had the exact same sort of format of, uh, right. Right. <laughs> of punctuation. So what sort of myths are we dealing with? Are we dealing with uh, the unheard of, like, urban myths? Mm. Or is this uh, sort of, I'm trying to think of two classical names off the top of Pyramus and Thisbe? Yes. It's not really yeah, a myth. Pir- it's more pir- of Pyramus a, and Thisbe. a morality tor- it's, story. Uh, but- uh, look, I've, I, when I was keeping it, uh, when I said I was keeping it open concept, I was really sort of... Uh, it, it's it's also a very low concept. There isn't right. really much kind of holding it together. When I was uh, when I was writing my piece and my preamble for it, uh, I'm kind of I'm covering I think ancient Greece. Uh, I think there's some there's a biblical tale, and I'm trying to come up with a modern allegory as well. Right. I, I had this idea of sort of myths of the 21st century, and and um, uh, I wanted people to be, sort of be be exploring modern myths and and sort of urban myths, but also wanted it to be open uh, to the idea of maybe uh, writing something, sort of a, a reworking of something classical as well. This is making it seem very serious as well. I don't know if it's going to... I don't know what direction it's going to go, and it's very exciting for that reason. Yeah. Uh, I think um, I was a little bit... Uh, sort of. I was very briefly obsessed with um, the amount of Greek myths that seemed to revolve around people having sex with animals... Yeah, that's something for, for, seemingly, uh, for seemingly no reason, and then they just turn out—they turn out to be gods or sort of magical yeah. in another way. And it's like, fume, you know, 
really dodged a bullet with that one. I just had sex with this white bull, but yeah. it's okay because yeah, it turns it's out it's, it's God. Yeah. So that's, yeah, that's good, right? That makes it less weird. Yeah. So I uh, uh, I wrote a little piece about that. Or rather, I had a piece about that that I was able to, like, okay, finally, I can, <laughs> I've got some tangible use to this. It's not just, um, it's not just my piece about people having sex with, with, with animals. <laughs> with, yeah, ancient Divine livestock. Yeah, exactly. Because it's, uh, I, th- I think that the, well, the title Myths and Legends mm. is really interesting because, uh, like I alluded to, there's, uh, is there any difference between, uh, Poseidon went and did a thing mm. or oh man I went to university with this dude who yeah. like microwaved a, a burrito yeah, so exactly. hot that the microwave melted like yeah right it's, the, the, it, it, it's sort of the the, uh, the the stories that we tell absolutely yeah yeah that's, uh, that's one of the ideas behind it as well the um, there, there isn't really kind of much of a difference is there there's or, or rather if it's not that there's no difference there's a like, profound connection kind of between the way we tell stories now and the way that we've uh, you know, told stories for millennia. Mm. I think that's uh, one of the great sort of unifying humanistic traits mm. is that a we tell stories to like, for all sorts of reasons. Yeah, but also there's uh, there's the stories that you tell yourself in terms yeah, of right. um, like ah oh, this thing was traumatic and horrible, but uh, I'll make it into a story yeah. and that's how I can process it yeah exactly personal myth and, and mm. sort of personal legend yeah yeah absolutely uh, so Myths and Legends takes place on Saturday night at Writer's Block which is uh, 23 Princess Street um, and I don't want to put you on a spot uh, mm. you're frowning is it not no, Saturday no, no, no. Night? I think I think that's perfect. I'm, just, I'm actually right. just trying to make out make out <laughs> the uh, the computer from the side over here. Right. Yeah. Um, it is on it is on Saturday. That's night. right. Saturday night is uh, over there at Writers Block at uh, seven p.m. Yeah, which I think is on the on George Street. It seems pretty Prince's Street. Prince's which Street. Is, uh, it's the same street. Yes. It's just there's an octagon in the okay, middle. Okay. The octagon. Right. And yeah. I saw the octagon yesterday. Like the left hand side. Yep. Is George Street, okay. and the right-hand side is Princess Street. Yeah, nothing that passes through the oct- octagon comes out the same, does it? No, basically yeah, not. I certainly didn't. Um, oftentimes, it, yeah, it gets charged extra, <laughs> and oftentimes gets vomited on. Okay. Who knows? Um, I don't want to put you off. Welcome no. to our beautiful city. No, it, it, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm up for anything. Geometric center of town. Uh, you have mentioned a reading? Yes. Well, yeah, absolutely. I've, I've got a, um, I got a little tasty here. Uh, if uh, if you'll allow me, absolutely. I would I would very much enjoy that. Yeah, I, I should. I, I'll, I'll plug the. Um, there's a fan fiction event as well on Sunday. Yeah, that, on the um, Sunday with Thomas Sainsbury, that, uh, who you you, um, you said spoke you were, to you've on, already mentioned. Yeah, spoke to on Tuesday. Yeah, I'm very excited for that one. That should be. Uh, I think that should be very exciting. Well, everybody that I have spoken to has also it seems like uh, they've sort of volunteered yes. or shoehorned themselves in. Like, yeah. It seems, uh, which is perfect. That's yeah. exactly what you want: is storytellers telling stories. Yeah, it's going to be. I, I think it seems, at least from what I've seen, New Zealand is a a, a nation of sort of fan fiction authors. There's a, <laughs> and I, and I, I mean that with complete respect as yeah. well. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, so that uh, so I mean so that's going to be a great one as well. I think uh, everyone should sort of come along to that as much as possible. I think uh, I think I'm reading uh, a story that I haven't read for many years. That uh, I saw the movie Benjamin Button. All right, yeah, the, the David Fincher film, uh, and for some reason I was inspired to write a, a um, some Benjamin Button 
uh, fan fiction, but I'd been watching a lot of sort of American television from the 60s that kind of idolized that sort of, you know, eternal summer of the, yeah. <laughs> you know, that kind of coming of age story. So it just, uh, I'm really excited to see how it turns out because I haven't read this piece in maybe three or four years <laughs> at this point. And I didn't really sort of have the, the same, I don't have the same energy, obviously. <laughs> like yeah. the, the kind of stuff I create. Yeah, so it might be disastrous. But we'll see. <laughs> come along and find yeah, out. Yeah, come along and find out. Um, uh, yeah, I've, look, I've got a, I've just got a, I'll, I'll just read the, the, the start of a, a short piece um, the, that I wrote last year. It's uh, it's up on the, the website, The Lifted Brow. Okay. Um, it's a it, it's a three parts uh, piece of fictional um, boxing memoir by a, uh, um, a a former heavyweight uh, champion uh, called George Hannibal Washington. It's called Wisdom from a Life of Boxing and Other Violences uh, by George Hannibal Washington, former heavyweight champion and great magician of combat. <clears throat> uh, part one is called Advice. Our first great mistake is the belief that we aren't always fighting for our lives. For example. We're taught as children to fear slime in all its forms. TV teaches us this. Scary books do, and campfire stories about ghouls. But when it comes down to it, the human body produces nothing but slime one way or another, and so we are being taught to fear ourselves. At the height of my career, I was, even to cynical observers, uncomfortably good at punching trained men into comas. I was so proficient in quantum-level violence that my presence in any given city usually resulted in the hospital's brain health department going bankrupt. This was a grim economy to be part of. I could be killed at any moment, but the rewards were many. I never had to pay admission to a water park ever again, for example, unless I wanted some kind of deluxe package where I could bring my girlfriend's family, but even then there was usually a generous discount. But with all this glory, could I punch the loathing present in the human soul? First, I had a transition to make, one that began with learning to love all the slimes of the human body equally. Black bile, white bile, eye juice, blood goop, brain jelly, estrogen, sweat slash spit, and a few others too. We need to revel in what makes us human in the same way that birds celebrate being birds by flying up and burping up worms. Take a ride in a hovercraft. Start a fire using powerful chemicals. Do you think a gibbon feels guilty for zooming through the jungle on its long silly arms? A gibbon celebrates its power and so should we. Consider applying for, for a car loan to experience the wonder of modern economic process. Make a large purchase with money credited to you by men and women uh, you've never met. We are the only animals known to make machines that can blast gum from the sidewalk with hot water at indescribable pressures. We're the only animals known to employ former prison inmates to operate these machines. And we're the only animals known to feel guilty for loving the wrong things, even though we spend our entire lives doing it. There is no fight greater than self-acceptance, and there is no ring more important than the slimy human heart. And uh, part two and three of that are, I think, available online. Uh, that is uh, gripping. Thank, Thank you very Thank much. Thank you. Yeah, gripping. Um, that's what I was going for. <clears throat> yeah, that's uh, a lot of very interesting points. Well made. Um, <laughs> Thank you. I feel like I'm grading you now. Yeah, no, well, that's, what, that's what I want. That's why people get into um, writing, I think. Yeah. Yeah, to be graded. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, Jack. You can catch Jack Venning. That's right, you, know, yeah. you got it. All right. Uh, you can catch Jack Venning on Saturday and Sunday at the Young Writers Festival. Uh, for full details, check out the program online at youngwritersfest.nz. Uh, he is reading at the Myths 
and Legends on Sunday, on Saturday evening, and on Tom Sainsbury's great fan fiction salon on the Sunday afternoon as well. Thank you very much for your Thank time, you. Jack. Thanks so uh, much. Really nice uh, to meet you. you and I hope you enjoy the rest of your thing. I am. I'm going to go back to the octagon and uh, start a fight with someone.